So this morning we're going to start with uh, meditation. And to develop this path, the very first thing we have to do is arrive. And it takes a while to arrive. Some of you uh, may have come late. Some of you came early. And now we're here. But the mind may still be collecting itself. So allow that, allow time to really arrive, to really be here. And to do that, we establish mindfulness. I think all of you must know what mindfulness means. But how do you establish this mindfulness, this being present right now and here, starting with attention to your posture and just feeling Just take a moment to feel your posture and see that what kind of posture are you holding? Or how is the body being held? Are we leaning too much this way, too much this way? Are we balanced? Are we centered? Are we in the present moment? And as you do this, when the, when the body is balanced and the posture is good, then we can try to relax. Being present, we let go the, the past, we let go the future. And we bring our attention to the present moment. And we do that by focusing the mind inwardly, letting go the cell phone is a very wonderful gesture because it it holds so much for us. So many names, connections. And to really arrive, we have to let that go. The path is mainly one of letting go, letting be. Being present is letting go the past, letting go the future, letting go thoughts. How do you let go thoughts? We try to take the pose or the uh, observation point of the body as if we were standing or sitting on a mountain and just looking at the world from a distance. So we take ourselves outside of the world and we observe as a witness, as an observer, observing, just seeing, not attaching. If you were to sit by a river or a creek and you would watch the water flowing, you wouldn't be grasping the water to watch it, you would just be observing it flow. And so as thoughts come through the mind, like a stream, like a river, we just watch them coming, going, coming, going, coming, staying. Some of them are sticky and they don't want to go. But if we're establishing mindfulness, we have to establish the causes and conditions for that mindfulness to be truly established to be firm 
So if difficult thoughts arise, we try to keep that mindfulness steady. We keep observing in a steady way, not allowing ourselves to be blown away by the winds of change. The winds of change, we experience them in our lives, being born, getting, uh, being a, a young infant, then a child, a little older, a teenager, getting rough, rougher, 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 oh, and then we hit 21, all feels better than the 20s, and then so forth. And it just keeps changing. And before we know it, we're getting sick, getting older, bent over, dysfunctioning, etc., and then disappear. So that's the life, the human life. And think of the present moment as a moment of life. It's just a moment. We're in a transition, we're in in a process. And try to see the, the changingness of that without ownership. Not me, not mine. It's just the river flowing. And the best way that we can participate in that is by understanding, understanding this process. So we understand the process of the body, the aging of the body, the changing of the body, and now we sit down to establish mindfulness to understand the process of the mind. And of course the mind knowing the body. So you can focus on the breath anywhere that you might choose. There's no specific location, but there are some suggested points, like the breath at the tip of your nostrils, or you can focus on your solar plexus and feel the sensations, tingling sensations there in the body. You can also focus on your belly, the in and out, or the rising and falling of the abdomen. And as each breath comes and goes, you don't follow it inside, because then it becomes conceptual. But stay with the actual connection to the breath itself through a sense a sense of it, a feeling of it, sense of the breath, feeling the wind element. It's not solid, it's impermanent, it's not who we are or what we are, it's just a form, the form of the breath, the body of the breath, noticing the in-breath, how how it is, how it feels, pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. And the same with the out-breath. Noticing, is it deep or shallow? Is it smooth or agitated? Just focus on that. Focus inward. See. See it, feel it, know it. And 
mindfulness is established in a, a sense of continuity, of wise attention. It's not noticing every third breath, but if the thoughts are also coming up, then it may be hard to connect to the breath. So keep coming back to it again and again, as if it were a small baby that you were taking care of. You wouldn't just let it crawl away and, and hurt itself. So we're, we're really parenting the breath. We're observing it and taking care of it through observing, through making sure that we are present for this breath. If we start to lean into thinking, <coughs> then we miss a breath. And we miss a moment of present moment awareness. The strength of mindfulness grows through the consistency and the ardency of our attention and our ability to make our attention broad and very sharp, being able to remember to be present for that breath and not worrying about the next breath. I don't like this breath, but I'll, maybe the next one is better. No judging, not to have any opinion about the breath just to be open to receive it. So mindfulness is like the sun on the flower. It keeps lighting up our ability to see the breath, giving us a clear understanding and view of the breath, or whatever uh, object that you are accustomed to using. You can use that. The breath is particularly powerful because it's dynamic and it's changing. So our attention is vitalized by that. Then keep coming back, letting the thoughts go, and being present. The future doesn't exist. The cell phone is gone. The world is far away. We're sitting still on the mountain or by the river or in the hall. Developing stillness, developing the inward looking, inward seeing, even though you're not using your, your visual media, the eyes. But there's something to see within us, something wondrous, something we may not have ever considered worth investigating. But within this fathom-long body, there is a universe to explore, to understand, to dive into. It's very important in doing this to let go of thoughts of me or mine or what I want 
what I don't want. We do enough of that in daily life. But here in this practice, we're taking a neutral posture, just taking note, being the observer, not being, just observing. Not the knower, but just knowing. So moving away from any sense of self, just this mental function or mental activity of the mind knowing the object. Knowing it, studying it, seeing it, letting it go. It's all to be let go of. And so we practice letting go. We start with letting go the world, letting go our comforts, letting go our home, to find our true home within us. you feel any sensations in the body that are particularly pleasant or unpleasant, just be aware of that for a moment and then come back to the breath. If you can't come back to the breath, just understand the impermanence of those sensations. See it. See them arise and cease, moment by moment. Being mindful. Mindful means present. It's a sensation. It arose from we know not where. It's changing as we observe it. It may get stronger. It may fall away quickly. And when it's gone, we return to the breath as our anchor. Feeling it as the the wind element. It's actually empty. It's impermanent. It's empty. And we have no ownership of it. We don't try to control it. We allow it to dance its own dance, its own rhythm not forcing, not maneuvering, not managing it in any way. This is a a balancing to just observe. It's a simplification to just know. Knowing the breath, knowing the moment, and seeing the wholesome, the unwholesome. Seeing the strength or the weakness of the mind and developing that present moment wise attention. Wise because we're clearly seeing. We're trying not to see through the filters of judgment and opinion, but just receiving it openly, unfiltered, 
seeing it for what it is. If it's if there are unwholesome thoughts arising, we clear them as quickly as we can. And we return to the breath. And even if they're wholesome thoughts, just bring the attention back to the breath with that sense of well-being, a sense of receptivity, an emptying out of that which does not support us. Rejoice in our wholesome qualities, but let that support our present moment attention. Remembering the breath, keeping the breath in mind. Thus we create the causes and conditions for mindfulness to be sustained. And this constant effort is ardency. It's not striving, but it's uh, sitting and being balanced, being attentive, really giving our hearts to this work with a sense of its importance. That will give a natural energy to our work. It is its work, its practice. But as we practice and we get more skilled in doing this, eventually we don't have to actually make a huge effort. The mind becomes energized by paying attention. We become stronger in our focus. We learn to see more and more deeply with greater penetration of the object, seeing into its true nature. We do this by calming the citta, calming the mind, rejoicing in the opportunity. Maybe it doesn't feel joyful, but if we bring up a good reminder of this is a precious work and we've waited to come here, traveled far to come here, at last we're here, we're on the mountain. There's a tremendous view to rejoice in, to take great care in receiving this experience. Because in practicing in this way, we will be able to have the direct experience of the mind. Little by little, as we clear it, as we clarify our ability to see and know the faculty of the mind is strengthened. Our trust grows, our energy brightens, our ability to pay close attention to one moment at a time without vacillating. These faculties grow 
and our wisdom grows. The flower of the heart is brightened and opened. So we observe the mind perhaps being very restless, unsettled, or thinking, thinking, being distracted. And just use these simple tools of bringing the mind back to your main object, the breath, the sound of silence, the body formation, whatever you're, you've been accustomed to using, or if you're new, try the breath. And don't change objects. Stick it out for a while with one, the same object, if you can. If you're going on a journey and you keep changing vehicles, you start out in a car and then you decide to go by bicycle, then you think, no, I better take the bus. You never get to your destination. So we want to know one object. Every object that we observe, if we observe it long enough, is good enough. So just take one and stay with it. Explore it patiently. A parent has to be so patient. The child will object. It'll scream and yell. It'll run away. It'll throw a tantrum. And the parent, best choice for the parent is uh, patiently keep trying. Patiently be available. Patiently observe, learn, study the situation, study the conditions, and offer that receptivity, that, that goodwill to the present moment, open to it. See the contraction in the body and gently pry it loose. Loosen soften, mellow, arrive, trust, be present, receive, let the breath speak to us, inform, enter completely into consciousness so that we understand is impermanent always changing. This is important to see. And by its changingness, it's not satisfactory. It's a suffering. Can't control it. But we stay and watch. We investigate. We remember to be present. And this helps the mind to grow more steadfast, more stable, strong, firm, Mm, like a mountain. And then we also see it empty. There's no one there. There's nothing in there that I can call me or mine. So this is a a very 
wonderful aspect, characteristic of the phenomena of the breath, which we, if we study that more and more and more, it can be very liberating to see that all phenomena have these characteristics. All. But we start with where we are, not jumping ahead. Just knowing there's so much here for us to learn. It's the patience of a patient because many of us have thoughts that haunt us, plague us, disturb us, obsess us, compel us, agitate us, repel us, sadden us, or gladden us. And we attach to that kind of gladness and we get taken out into the world. But in giving up thought, we realize that we, we're like patients, patient in a hospital. Is it mentally not balanced? Yeah, we have to be patient with that mind and train it. So this mindfulness is a training. We have to train and the patient has to be patient. That's why it's called a patient. Patient, I means I have to learn to be present, to be here. This is the healing, it's just being here. Start out with just arrive and be calm, relax and trust. That's how we can open the heart and reveal all the treasures within it the treasures we think that are in the world are actually within us. They're not in anything that we own. They're in the heart. Not my heart, but the heart of this awareness faculty, wisdom faculty, the faculties of the mind, the mind that can become so one-pointed, so empty, so simple, so joyful. The energy that we balance to realize this and the trust, all coming together to open the path for us Try to bring up vigilance with your attention on the object. That means not vacillating, not wandering away. <clears throat> if memories come up that are difficult, try to let them go. Not with aggression, just no, this is not the right time. No, not now. Just shoo them away. 
And if they're very difficult and stubborn, give your mind back to the moment. If you pay close attention and really establish mindfulness, then it's like a seal of protection to keep those memories at bay, to keep those thoughts away. Staying in the shade the refuge of this moment. No opinions, no judging, just knowing the mind is restless and bringing it back. The mind is dull, we energize it. The mind is not sure, we establish our commitment. We're going to try. Test the ground. Find out. Don't give in to doubt. We're leaning towards the past or the future. We just come back patiently, compassionately. This is hard. can be hard work. But that's why we're here. And we have a great force of a sangha, of unity. We bring that into the mind. This is a unified effort. So many beings gathered to do this work just like me. So that's a support. Great energy coming. Feel the gratitude for this opportunity. Mining for treasure. Mining for gold. Like having to go into the rocky terrain and extract gold. Don't give up. We give up the world, but we don't give up the path. We don't give up the practice. We give ourselves to it. So it's an act of generosity. Moment by moment, little by little, step by step, that's how it unfolds. Not rushing. Being present important to regularly see what is in the mind. A vigilante is one who is vigilant, looking for the mind that is wandering and making sure it gets back to the base, get back in there and do the work. Just Observing the mind, knowing the mind, clearly knowing the mind, wisely attending to the mind. Tending and attending. A nurse would attend to a patient. We attend to the mind. Empty out what needs to be emptied and seeing 
what is there. What is there and what is not there. We see and know. So simple. Yet again and again, strands of memory and worry, restlessness, all the hindrances pile up and oppress. And again and again we work with them to free the mind, to calm, to soften, to brighten, allowing it, leaving it just as it is, without any filters, without obstructions, even for an instant and then another, then another. This we gain stability and strength. We empower the knowing. <laughs>